everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son, on Booking the Territory podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling episode 120, only 80 to go, from May the 14th of 1994. We are in a new location at Roan State Community College in, I guess it's Harriman, Tennessee. There are 275 reported people in attendance. Uh, this will be airing. We're about two weeks away or around two weeks away away from Christmas, uh, the day this show drops on December 9th, 2018. Sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. It's very early in the morning on one of our off days. The fuck? Hopper, first off, how are you? Let's just get this over with. Yeah? Yeah. That simple, huh? Let's, get, let's yeah. just rock and roll? Okay. Uh, we were talking about the mutant ducks again, if everybody wants yeah. to know, during the pre-show. And Har- I reminded Harper that the ducks that we talked about on the NWA show a few weeks back, they actually have, like, warts on their bills. It's rather- Yeah, they're all fucked up looking. Yeah, mutants. All right, uh, Doc, what's going on, man? How you doing this morning? Man, you remember that time that we brought our broads on the show? Uh, I'd like to not remember it, but yes. Well, yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. So did we make a note somewhere? Did we write it down to never do that again? You and I definitely did so. Okay, I just wanted, I, I was just the pops in my head this morning, and I just wanted to make sure that we're all in violent agreement that that was a one-time only event. Yeah, and the 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 broads were like BTT, and like they're gonna do it again if you remember. Like, oh, we can do this again sometime. No, no, we're not. You need me to come back on the show? No, we're good. I think we're surviving by ourselves. We're good. We're good. Oh, so, uh. Well, Doc, yeah, so uh, anyway, let me let me segue into my time here. Uh, we are in Harriman, Tennessee. Uh, man, I got to tell you, this is an interesting little town here. Um, bigger than a lot of the places we go. Still small. 6,350 people. So that's enough to, you know, probably supply a little bit better rat, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a town of like 1,100 people, dude, you know the rats have got to be sketchy quality. But, you know, 6350, probably at least Tracy or the Rock and Roll is getting something that's, you know, not a fucking snaggle to a slee stack. Well, if you if you listen to Jim Mitchell a few weeks back on the, on the flagship show, he would tell you um, the rats in WCW were much better, but the ones in Smoky Mountain, no matter how they looked, were more fun. And you can read between the lines. That's <laughs> what he said. They'll, ta- so. they'll toss your salad whether or not you've washed it first. Wow. <laughs> God, that's sick. <laughs> that's so right. disgusting. 
Well, I would say that they're disgusting, but whatever. Um, so in this town of people, uh, as you might imagine, there's a lot of white people, but not as many as a lot of these other towns. So 90.1%. Well, that's a lot, but I mean, most of these towns we go to are 97. So like if we just drop Mike in the town square, he might still be nervous. But if we looked at this statistically, he should be less nervous than in other towns we would drop him in, right? Yeah, that's actually probably one of the lower percentages. Right. Well, and, and because they, they've been infested by the black man is what I would say here. Okay. We don't see numbers like this in, in these towns. I mean, it, it can only be 9.89% African American, right? Because there's 90% white people. But there's seven point four three percent African Americans. That's a lot for a town like this. Um, I'm sure there's a reason for that. There's there's got to be a backstory. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have a backstory. That didn't just happen, but just by chance is my point. There's there's some were, circumstance were, in American they were history. Brought, they were brought there. There's some circumstance in American history. I would bet that made it the way it is that time and i'm gonna guess that you're gonna say it wasn't manifest destiny either (laughs) it had nothing to do with manifest destiny okay the american way to say that's our shit and we're taking it (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna take this over here well that's 471.8 black people (laughs) americans are some dirty bastards bro (laughs) We just, just say we just grabbed the land and was like, all right, we're gonna start this East Coast pal, and we're just gonna work our way over to the West Coast, and we're gonna call that shit manifest destiny, motherfucker. And God, God wants us to have this. <laughs> yep. Just, last, just night, last night when pillaged. I was drinking moonshine, God came to me and told me to take your shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. The median income here in 2018 is twenty three thousand seven hundred and thirty six. Man, I got I say this a lot, but I ain't going back to that. There's a yeah. lot of food stamps being passed around, pal. I'm staying up at the top or I'm dying. That's the two, my two options. Did y'all Google the fucking school? Well, hold on, pal. Okay. I got some questions about that. So then you got 22.8% of the population under the poverty line, which is not good nationally, but not bad for this fucking area. Right. I mean, there are 70, 77% of the people who are above poverty in this area. So, Well, that's good for them. So what you're saying is this is like the Beverly Hills of fucking Tennessee. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, this is also the home to, I believe it's the that campus of Roan, R-O-A-N-E State. I didn't know there was a state named Roan. This is, the most, this is the most confusing shit ever. Roan State Community College. Right. How can you be a state community college? Right. There's no, like, the fuck? And then I wanted to know, Harper, did Delgado play this team? We did. Okay. We beat, we, 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 uh, beat them in the, in the Skull Bowl. <laughs> My I, thought I thought he was going to say the Bigfoot Bowl. <laughs> oh no, the Sw- Money Island Swamp Bowl. 
<laughs> Which is also sponsored by Mud Show Outlaw Bullshit Everywhere. <laughs> so interestingly enough, when they you, played uh, each other in the Outlaw Mud Show Bowl. <laughs> so uh, the main campus for Roan State is in Harriman. They have like eight other campuses. And that's not really important for much, but if you go to their Wikipedia, and I'm going to read directly from this, under the term athletics, which got me thinking if they played Delgado, here's an interesting little sidebar about Roan State. In November 2008, 73-year-old student Ken Mink became the oldest person ever to score in a college basketball game sinking two free throws against King College. Mink played one semester until being declared academically ineligible <laughs> after failing a Spanish course. <laughs> what do you think his major was? Uh, <laughs> moonshine. <laughs> I majoring in Bigfoot, cryptozoology. I'm majoring hokey horse shit arts. General studies. Isn't that what you pulled out, Mike? Um something like that. Yeah. Humanities. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well anyway, um, okay. so yeah, we have a state community college. Very, very confusing, very stupid. I don't know. But anyway, um man, we're here for some wrestling, right? That's why I'm here. Yeah. Let's go to the ring. How does it sound? Okay. Yeah. Hey, so, just before you do that, um, did I see not too long ago that uh, we are now to assume that the, the new commentator for Smoky Mountain Wrestling is a member of the BTT Army? I have Les Thatcher? What are you talking about? I thought I saw that Les Thatcher was... Well, he just I, – I tagged him in, in one of the recent shows, and he he retweeted it. But, I mean, he doesn't follow the show or anything, so I don't know if he listens. I doubt it. I mean, let's – the odds Les Thatcher is listening to us is probably <laughs> slim to none. I heard I he's an alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go there, but uh, I I don't think so. But anyway, I mean, he did re, he did retweet the show for what that's worth. So, yeah. Hi, Hi Les. There. I less. Uh, so we we do go to the ring. Well, first before we go to the ring, we're at the uh, at the commentary desk, and Les Thatcher and Bob Cottle open the show. And primetime Brian Lee, Chris Candido, and Tammy will be on Les's personality profile, and Anthony Michaels versus Brutal Bedlam for the Beat the Champ TV title. Um, I don't guess we have anything there from the opening. We then go straight from that to Dirty White Boy versus James Atkins. Uh, White Boy is still wearing the patch on his eye after having. Like mist sprayed in his eye. It's got to be three to four weeks ago now. And Les tells us that the Volunteer Slam is coming up this Friday night. Uh, Jake Roberts shows up at ringside shortly before Dirty White Boy wins with the Buck, Buck Snort Blaster. Uh, let me throw it to you all uh, before I uh, then go to the promo. Doc, what do you have? Um, if anything, not a match. lot. My, I just could we do some toxicology or whatever on whatever is in that Gatorade bottle. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. What like, my actual note was: What in God's name could be in that bottle? And why would you, you bring explain, it out? You want to explain <laughs> right. what you're talking? You want to explain what you're talking about for people who aren't actually watching along? Jake's got Jake when he comes to ringside. He's got this what looks to be. Yeah, I mean, it could be Gatorade, but it's because it's yellow-ish bottle well, you, that he's holding while he's 
out there for shenanigans and it just Harper's point was, you know, why does he need to bring that out? Yeah. I was like, well, man, I was waiting for him to throw it in his eyes or something. No, my theory is daddy (laughs) needs his medicine at all times. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to, we're going to say some things about Jake. You know, Jake's obviously, you know, turned the corner here doing some stretches. He uh, got his theme put back together. So good for Jake. Let's keep going. We got next a, after the match, there's a dirty white boy, Jake Roberts, Bob Armstrong, and Bob Caudle. They're at the desk. Let's hear what they got to say. All right, fan, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, no, right, right here with us. Wait a minute. I want to know what you're doing we, out we're here. Talk you don't Jake show up for no reason. Whoa. I want to know what you're doing out Fans, here. Fans, we got the white boy, we got the commissioner, we got Jake. You got a lot of confusion. Let's see if we can straighten this out, and we're gonna, we'll come right back. It's plain and simple. Can you answer me? What are you doing here? You know, you know Tony, that really hurts. I mean, it's great to be here in the Smoky Mountain because I can, I can see from right there in that ring. It's beautiful being here because they're giving people that are handicapped the opportunity to do something. Hey, I tell you what, you look, you look fair out there, okay? On a scale of one to ten, eh, soft four, if you know what I mean. Real soft. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, come on. See, now, he's wanting me to hit him, but he's going to get a lawyer for slapping a blind man. You look good out there as a champ, Tony. You don't mind if I put my arm no, up there? No, that's fine. And it's no, okay I'm if you don't, because I'm still going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I figured that, Jake. You can be champion this week. It's okay. You can be champion this week. You can be champion next week. You can be champion for three weeks if you want, because I would never reach out and hit somebody that's physically handicapped or mentally handicapped and if you think you can beat me you are definitely mentally handicapped you geek let me tell you something let me tell you something if you're smart you'll thank me for not doing it right now but if you're as dumb as i think you are and as dumb as these people are then you can be champion for another year because you'll just pat me on the back and say mr roberts you're exactly right i know you're a much better man than i am because I don't want to have to beat you up. I want you 100%, no excuses. And you know something? You'll never be 100%. You never have been 100%, and you never will be. If you want a match, you don't have to wait on this handicap. You say I'm one at it. All you got to do is slither your old roachy butt to the ring, and I'll give you a title shot today. No, I don't care. I feel really bad about that. I feel, I, I, I swear to all of you out there, I feel really bad about that. But not as bad as you'll feel. I'm sure you book it today, right here on TV, tough guy. I'll put this on the line against you. I don't care. Jump on this handicap. I'm positive, Bob. You just signed the match, all right? Can I do it? Can you do that? I can do it. All right, you You signed it. I want it here today. I ain't letting no loudmouth punk like that come in here. I've worked too long and hard for this title, and I'll be damned if I'm letting scum like that downgrade me and downgrade all these people. He's going to have to... Oh, God, you just, can you do it? I can do it. Thank you very much. Commissioner, what about that? Let me just say this. He is the champion. He can do what he likes with the belt. 
will have the match here today for the belt. All right, fans, you heard that. The match this week right here during this hour, Jake the Snake Roberts, the Dirty White Boy, for the championship. Coming up during this hour. Well, there's a lot happening there. Um, Doc, were you as drunk as I was from the fumes coming through the TV? <laughs> Man, maybe, but Jake is really good, dude. Oh, he's real damn good. Um, when he said Sauce 4, I was like, Mike? Where are we at with Blue Chew, man? <laughs> um, dude, he's playing some severe mind games with heart, with handicap folks. But one thing I was thinking about is, remember when calling somebody a geek was a major insult? No. Oh. I'm talking yeah. about like the, the 80s and shit. <laughs> like yeah. when you were fucking eight years old? Yeah. That's yeah. a 40-year-old man on... <laughs> right, but, yeah. the, but these people have the mental capacity of eight-year-olds, so this That's works. That's true. And then at the end, did y'all hear Dirty White Boy say, book it? Man, Harper, he's stealing your shit. He said, book it, bitch. You heard that? Jake's <laughs> mm. <laughs> good, man, but he looks yeah, drunk. I, I mean, well, fuck, I'll take a drunk uh, Jake over fucking... You know, most of the shit I see now, that's for damn sure. You know, that's a, good point. That's a real good point, and that drives yeah. back to the point of why corporations should not be involved in wrestling. Well, the good thing about Jake here is, is that he, most drunk people kind of, <laughs> we're making some assumptions here, but most, <laughs> I realize that now. Uh, well, we really are, of course, yes. Most drunk people don't have the kind, the, the wits about them. To not rush things, and he's just so slow and measured and just calm about it, right? Yeah, he is. And that part is 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 what makes it really, really good. Is that it, I mean, there's no reason to get worked up. This is just the facts. Yeah, no, he he's he's methodical and. Well and what did Dirty White Boy call him? Did he call him an old roachy bastard or something? Slytherin bastard, yeah, like. You're roachy behind. I was like, ugh. I mean, he basically called him scum. Yeah. Well, and well, you know. right there when he says, "Yeah, I know I'm, I know I'm one-eyed." What yeah. the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm one-eyed. Yeah, yeah. That was that was uh. Mm. All right. Anything else, uh, Harper? He's like, man. You're not 100%, and you were never 100%. Man, fuck you, bro. That's what he should have said back. <laughs> it That's was a great, great. It, it was a really good heel promo from Jake. I mean, he, mm -hmm. he called him handicapped, and then he said, you know, he, told, he basically told him Dirty White Boy was as dumb as the people are here. I mean, mm -hmm. and oh. if you heard, it was, it was, when he said that, the crowd was like, oh, like, you won't <laughs> let him talk to you like that, and he, don't let him talk about us like that type type environment so all right we'll keep it moving uh we had a recap right after that of the thrill seekers beating well done from last week and well done putting the boots to the thrill seekers that was followed by anthony michaels versus bruiser bedlam uh, tracy smothers is on the commentary during the match uh, bruiser bedlam's wins this match with a stomach claw which he doesn't want to release again so bedlam retains the beat the champ tv title uh, doc do you have anything from bruiser bedlam and anthony michaels right there they're not really Providing him with much of a challenge as the TV title. Yeah, yeah no. Huh? Uh, it's it's basically next to nothing that he's been involved. Like, I mean, yeah. at least it was Reno Riggins. What? 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> remember that bullshit? Yeah, yeah. remember him? He turned down Ron Wright. I know. I look what out now. What, what, the hell, what the hell was wrong with that guy? Everything. <laughs> All right. Um, I told y'all what the report was in the dirt sheets at the time was that Reno was not easy to work with in the back, and that's why he oh, really? got the Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, that was the report. I don't know how true that shit was, but. You know, I asked Bobby what he knew about it. I was like, because cause, um, the, the dirt sheet report said Reno Riggins wasn't easy to work with, but yet Bobby Blaze was, and that's why Bobby Blaze ended up actually, you know, getting a, a little little steam back then, which he's going to get more steam later on. Hey, man, that's why, can me pay me, right? Right, and I asked Bobby, I was like, what do you know about Reno Riggins supposedly having the spot that you eventually got? He's like, man, I, I, he said if it's true, I had no idea. So take that for what you will. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, up next, we got um, we got a, a promo as Bob Cottle throws us to Randy Savage. Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah, freak out! Oh yeah, uh, Randy Savage is going to talk about his upcoming match and uh, or appearance in Smoky Mountain. Here you go. Bedlam, Knoxville, Tennessee, May the twentieth. Get ready, Coliseum's going to be on fire, wall to wall, macho madness. Yeah, Bruiser Bedlam. You got to understand that these are glory days for Smoky Mountain wrestling. Yeah, and it's my biggest thrill of my entire career to walk down that aisle of the Knoxville Coliseum and to look to you eye to eye. Cause I'll tell you why. Yeah, let me tell you why. Bullet Bob Armstrong is a friend of mine, a blast from the past. Yeah, just cause we haven't seen each other or heard from each other doesn't mean we're not tight. Yeah, and he's. Got a problem there, and I'm gonna solve it all in one night. Knoxville, yeah, Smoky Mountain, get ready. It's gonna be a magic carpet ride, and it's gonna be Macho Madness from Waterwall and everywhere in between. And Bruiser Bedlam, you gotta understand, you gotta come up with some excuse. You gotta tell Jim Cornette why you couldn't get it done, why the Macho Man was so much better than you, because I'm not just gonna beat you, brother. I'm gonna teach you lesson, yeah, right there in Knoxville, Tennessee, May the 20th, mark down the date, because it's your last date of wrestling, anyway. That's something else seeing Macho Man cut a promo on Smoky Mountain TV. Doc, your thoughts? Well, it's the same promo we heard last week. Yeah. But still. So, but it's still good because it's Mach. Yeah. And we, I'm going to teach you a lesson all in one night. I like that line. Yeah. Hopper, anything or no? It sounds like he really is, he's really taking this shit serious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he came to do business. Yeah. We'll find out. But All right. So then from there, um, we go from that, from Cornette to Bruiser Bedlam. Here they are. Well, we just heard from a man, and it's going to take place this Friday. But I tell you, it's not going to be that easy against oh, Randy Savage. Oh, no, no, way. no, no. I agree with you. It's not going to be easy at all. But you see, Bruiser Bedlam likes challenges because every time there was a strike that he had to break, every time there was something going on in the picket lines that he needed to take care of, every time there was somebody acting up down on the docks, who did the bosses call in? They called in Bruiser Bedlam. And all these peanut heads out here, they can sit and boo and wish and hope and dream that they were the man that this man is, but they know they'll never be. And Randy Savage, you fit in that category. Bullet Bob Armstrong's hired gun, just like in the old West coming into town. Well, Bob Armstrong, why don't you do your own fighting? Oh, oh I forgot. I'm sorry, I forgot. Because he's banned from wrestling as long as he's the commissioner. And I see you, Bob Armstrong, you got that wistful look on your eyes. You got that tear running down your face. You look like that old Indian in the litter commercials. Well, let me tell you something. Damn. 
Not only should you keep America beautiful, Bob Armstrong, but a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Ask any of your sons. All you got to do is resign as commissioner and you could get back in the ring. But until then, this Friday at the Volunteer Slam, Randy Macho Man Savage, big time superstar, coming to Knoxville. Yeah, all the people cheer for him. But all the people are going to have to be there to pick him up and carry him out after the Volunteer Slam. Because, Bruiser, what are you going to do to him, baby? I can take the picture, Savage. I picture you, Stamp You see, that's what I like about Bruiser. He's so laid back, he's so calm, and he's always got a good, even disposition. He's always hysterical. And Randy Savage, you come out on TV and go, Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, after this Friday night in Knoxville, it's a volunteer slam. You're going to be going, oh no, oh no, oh no. Because Bruiser Bedlam's going to get your number, punk. And you and Bob Armstrong are going to be carted out of that Knoxville Civic Coliseum. And maybe then Armstrong will smarten up and he'll resign. And then I'm sure I could find somebody that would take over the commissionership that would see things my way. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Probably thinking Let's of himself, here, fans. Bruiser. All right, don't go away. We're going to be back. Don't forget our championship match. That yet to come during this hour. Right now, let's take this time out. All right, Doc, your thoughts on the uh, promo right there. Remember that old Indian crying in the litter commercial? Yeah. Yeah. Did it, it, it turn out... Like he wasn't a fucking Indian, he's like a quarter Indian or something. That was what like in a Sopranos fuck? episode, wasn't it? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, only the greatest TV show in the history of television. That Mike um, hasn't seen yet. Right, he's too busy breaking bad and having dreams of selling meth to idiots, quitting his shoot gig. Dude, so remember, so you had this Indian staring over this pile of trash looking at what we did to his land. And earlier we were just talking about bringing black folks to a certain geographic region for purposes. I feel like we all should go to church and pray for being white people, man. We should we should ask for some. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my whiteness. I'm sorry, Michael. Boy, Boy I'm you're sorry, gonna Mike. get you're gonna get some heat for that. One. I know. I'm sorry, Mike. I got, <laughs> I got a big feeling that the. The only thing that white people... The white brethren are not going to agree with you on that. Right, I know, because the only thing white people like less than minorities is feeling bad about how they treat minorities. It's all the work, people. Don't get worked up. Jesus Christ. All right. um, That's all right. I did one one of those ancestry kits that Bischoff hawks, and I'm 2% uh, Nigerian, so I'm I'm not even white anymore. The the room on the the street is... Oh, go ahead, Hawk. You know, I was thinking about doing doing one of those twenty three and me, and seeing if I had like any black in me, so I can get that uh, United, uh, United Negro College Fund and go back to fucking school to get my master's. You think that'll okay. work? Sure. Jesus Christ, <laughs> okay. uh, Oh, you ought to you ought to see if you got Bigfoot ancestry in you too. <laughs> You're three quarters Honey Allen Swamp. All right. So let me let me ask you this. So they say, <clears throat> so they say you can't get real heat in 2018, but I just proved that you could. Oh yeah, I, I, you you can. 
You you get you get major heat all the time. You got go away heat too, but no, no, that's the problem. There's only one kind of heat now. Yeah, Hopper is right. That is a problem. There's only one kind of heat. You have to go too far to work the jabronis. That you have to go too far. Right? No, that's what it is. Like people get so offended. They 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 people want to be worked and they want heat, but then when you really turn up the real heat and make it real, then then everyone. Everyone turns into a fucking snowflake, and they're right. like, "Oh my god, Everyone's that offends offended. me." Fucking yeah, conservative fuck nuts, liberals, it ain't, it's liberals, conservatives, yeah. it's white every people, fucking body. Yeah. The Mexicans, bitches, dudes, everybody. <laughs> now, bitches I mean, are but, the worst. But just think <laughs> about this: talking about the unions. Yeah, you couldn't do this. Well, I bet you could. I bet you could. Well, maybe not, because some of the arenas they play in. Right, <laughs> right. You couldn't. You couldn't talk about it. Everybody gets offended. I mean, that's what I'm telling you. Everybody gets offended. I, I, I listen, man. I hear have, people, have people from that got all political. I, I've heard from every political side: independent, Republican, Democrat. Every motherfucker out there gets offended by something. Every one of them. I know, huh? And, and then I, I, you know, so Don't everybody knows. Don't get mad at me for keeping it real here. Side, but everybody knows which side I sit on. They're like, "Well, this Democrat did this. Well, then fuck them. If they broke the rules, <laughs> send their ass to jail. I don't care. I'm not going down with their ship. Fuck them." Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, I love BTT. Because just because I believe something, don't mean I'm getting worked by it. It's it's just because it's okay, it, just because I believe in it. It's my work version of let's, a work it don't mean it's not a work you know why because there's money involved let me let me give you a perfect example of why why nobody can handle anything these days because everybody's a child that's why no that's part of it no but i cannot believe the outrage i saw on twitter for nia jacks accidentally breaking know, huh? becky lynch's nose the amount Man. of people who came out, oh my God, she's dangerous. She needs to be fined or fired or blah, blah, blah. What the fuck do you people think happens in a wrestling ring? It is dangerous by nature. Stop with the fucking this person's dangerous and that person's dangerous. Yeah. It's a so here's, freaking here's dangerous thing about that. Here's sport. Thing about that. I almost had Purple it. Haze knock my teeth out once during a Jesus. Rumble. <laughs> yeah. And my eye busted open one time. I didn't go to the guy and say, hey, why'd you fucking hard wave me, you unsafe bastard? I was like, well, shit happens in the ring. What am I supposed to do? You, yeah, Fuck. you're going you're gonna to tell Chris Adams that when he tried to take your head off that if he could have just eased up a little bit there, pal? Because you take not, it easy, like, Christopher. It's a work. That's not even what I'm talking about. It's just that she, you can see her hand. It's it's her hand is actually like not a closed fist. It's like a, a working punch fist where it's you know just open. But she yeah. just she just misjudged it and clocked mm -hmm. Becky and breaks her fucking so, nose. And here's here's the so you don't want to hold on hold on hold on. I gotta make this okay, point. Here's okay, the other okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. Here's okay. the other thing. If if this is 1985, she's still. By the time this airs, this match wouldn't have happened. But I heard people go, oh, that's fucked up. She she fucked up the match with Ronda Rousey and, and um, Becky. No. If this is 1985, Becky Lynch still wrestles Ronda Rousey title to title. I don't even know if the title's online, but they both hold the title. They wrestle each other at, what's this fucking pay-per-view? Whatever pay-per-view is coming up that already passed. They wrestle Star if it's Wars. 1985. 
You know why? You know why they don't wrestle in 2018? Because it's a fucking corporation and they got shareholders and shit. And they will not put that match on because they say, oh, she had a, she, she had a concussion. We got to be careful. Concussion protocol, if pal. If it's 1985, yeah. that match still happens. And we're not even having this stupid discussion about people going, oh, my God, Nijax is unsafe. Stop it with the fucking she's unsafe. You Jesus know what I would have done? Christ, people. You know what I would have done? And this is bad because it rewards the wrong behavior. But if I truly thought it was an accident, fuck Becky Lynch. Now Nia Jax is who I'm strapping the rocket to, and I'm going to go have her stretch Ronda. <laughs> I tell you what, if you if if you uh if you go look at it, bruh, that, and I am not playing this Rock and Roll uh, Express promo that's coming up next. Uh, that, um, that, um, that visual of, of Becky Lynch with all that blood on her face, it's fucking great. fantastic. There's an angle, oh. man. Let's make some money out of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. She is busted open, and she's leaning into it, too, because then she starts fucking wiping it all over her face. And, like, she, like... Man, I think Becky like, Lynch is a wrist. stone cold worker, by the way. I think she gets it. Mm-hmm. Bro, that shit is fucking fantastic. And she's not from this country, which means she's automatically tougher than the American broad she's in the ring with. Yeah. Doc, you actually said something intelligent, man. Put that fucking strap on Naya <laughs> and make people really hate her. But see, you can't because it's because people get they're offended. People are offended by Naya Jax right now. I don't get it. Jesus, people. And and I, hey, let me say this. I know I'm not talking to our audience. I'm talking to the the to our audience is great, man. We're sorry for being white, and we know good wrestling. I get it, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody is so mad right now. I love it. Why are you so mad, right. man? Why, why why have I got you so bothered? We're all friends here, man. Let's keep it moving. All right, so we go next from like I said, we skipped the Rock and Roll Express promo. And, but they, hold on, How, how's how's Punky looking out there, dude? Wait till next week. Jesus. Okay. Wait till he's next aging, week. He's, he's aging in dog ears. Yeah, wait till next week. All oh. right. We'll, we'll have to ask Hall for that next week. All right. So we keep moving along. They they did have a volunteer slam plug in there uh, while we were talking. Uh, recap of the Rock and Roll Express losing the tag belts to Chris Candido and Primetime Brian Lee. Rock and Roll came out and did cut a quick promo. I mean, Ricky Morton's mad. He wants Candido next week on a one-on-one, blah, blah, blah. Nothing special. And then we go from that to a personality profile. We've got Chris Candido, primetime Brian Lee, Tammy, with Les Thatcher on Les's personality profile. Let's uh, let's see what they got to say in uh, Les's segment. On today's personality profile, we have the new Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, Brian Lee and Chris Candido, accompanied by Ms. Tammy Fitch. And Chris, you finally got what you want. It's quite controversial. It was kind of like beating a man with one arm tied. In this case, one partner tied behind his back. No, Ricky Morton came out here. I heard him before complaining about the way they lost these titles. The fact was Ricky Morton was too scared to even get in the ring. He ran out the back door. Robert Gibson tried to run out the back door, except he's so dumb. He ran out through the wrong curtain, and he came into the ring. And what happened? He met up with the suicide blonde and primetime Brian Lee. And then Ricky Morton is out here talking about a pile driver, about me almost breaking his neck. Ricky Morton, the only reason I pile drove you is out of self-defense. You were trying to headbutt me in the groin, and I stopped it, and I pile drove you and almost <laughs> broke your neck. And everybody's talking about a $1,000 fine. We don't care about a $1,000 fine. All we care about are these Smoky Mountain Tag Team titles. And let I'm me, sure you're happy. Let me tell you something. They fined us $1,000, but you know what? I spend more than $1,000 in a day at the mall. Can't you tell by the way I'm dressed? And now I have these beautiful gold belts to make me look even prettier. And Chris, 
I haven't thanked you yet, but I just want to say thank you for winning those belts for hey, me. Hey, hey, what about me? Why are you thanking him? I did all the damage. Oh, Brian, the... Brian, will you shut up? That's your job. You're supposed to do that, okay? Yeah, shut up. Oh, Chris, you shut up too, because you should have needed his help. And Rock and Roll Express, let me tell you something, and you listen good. We have the belts now, and Ricky Morton, you made the worst mistake of your life by kissing me, because all it got you was you losing the belts and you almost got your neck broken. So you would feel, if you ever think of coming near me again or trying to win these belts, you can just forget about it because they're ours. They're here to stay whether you like it or not. And there you have it, the wisdom of Miss Tammy Fitch. That's been our personality profile for today. Well, thoughts, Doc? The one thing I noticed out of all of this was Tammy does not look like a little girl anymore. No. She don't it, sound like one either. She, I just tried to think about her first appearance and how she looked like she was in high school. She looks like a woman now. Mm -hmm. She's out of jail too. <laughs> yeah. To come down to the BTT White House and okay. <laughs> Call her up, Mike. Visit Harper and I. Me first. I don't like sloppy seconds. Wow. <laughs> okay. I mean, but I'll I'll put some natural lube in there for for Harper. Oh, Let's go. Geez. Come on. Come on, bro. What? Steven Javorski's listening. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Why do you I'm, always bring I'm, up Steven Javorski's name? Oh, I'm sorry. Because he's sorry. a Browns fan that, that fucking lives in Pittsburgh. How fucked up is that? Dude, that guy must just... <laughs> be, for, to be that beaten down, he must, like, yeah. masturbate with a cheese grater or some <laughs> shit. Dude, if you, no, if you really him. think about it, that makes him a soldier. Because Boy, that, yeah. you gotta be tough. To be a Browns fan living in Pittsburgh because the Jesus. Browns have been shitty for so bad and haven't won anything <laughs> in so long that it's Think like about the failed. faith that that requires. I bet he still believes in Santa Claus and shit. <laughs> he's, one, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of the best patrons out Man, there. Man, here's he's how – he, I hate every team in the NFL except the Cowboys. Except for the Browns because they're so – pitiful that i feel sorry for him and i kind of root yeah, for him and i hate the university of oklahoma but i kind of like baker mayfield and so i root for these guys just because it's so pitiful that's actually a shoot because earlier this year they won thursday night football the jets and the browns and doc tells me that day he goes i'm actually looking forward to seeing these two teams man i want I watch this and then normally like afc games especially if it's two teams that aren't real good you're like eh but Shit, I watched every minute of that game, man. It was damn good, and Baker Mayfield came in and did his thing. So I'm with you. All right, so let's keep it moving. If y'all have anything else from the personality profile, hey, uh, does Les is wearing the same sports jacket he wore at the last taping? I wonder if he only has one. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, think about like... it. I mean, I, that's not a. I'm not making fun of him. How many people listening to this, and how many people that are talking here only have one sports jacket? Well, I mean, Hopper was the same outfit every time. So, yeah. Well... I've been changing it all because because oh, we did some shit. Uh, just, when the fuck it was like Tuesday, I was like, "Do my shits in the cleaners." So, so yeah, we had to, yeah. So we <laughs> we had to change it up. I want to do I want to do commentary with Hopper one day for Wildcat to see if we can get banned <laughs> off the air. 
<laughs> well, I, I, big I guarantee you that I could I could have this thing rolling in, in under two minutes. Okay. All right. So uh, let's keep it moving. I did. I, I did agree. I love. Uh, before I do that, I did want to say something. Actually, he said the uh, Candido was good there. He said the only reason he pile drove Ricky was out of self defense when Morton tried to headbutt him in the groin. I know what an asshole. That was awesome. It really was. Uh, and then Tammy, when she told Primetime Brian Lee to shut up, what mm-hmm. man hasn't heard that before from their broad? Just shut and then up. When she's, and then she's like, well, you shouldn't have needed his, his fucking help to begin with. She's turning into a grade A twat. Yeah. <laughs> I love right. it. I love so, you, too. So we go now to the main event, and this this is probably the longest main event in show history. Dude. Yeah. We need to talk um, about this. Yeah, this is kind so of rough, huh? No, kind of, no, it is in a way. It's just, especially if you're looking at it through 2018 eyes. But yeah, um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta realize that. But the other part of this is, this the thing is, it's Jake versus Dirty White Boy for the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight Title. It's on free TV. Jake Roberts mm-hmm. is a big time star, and again, it's on free TV, and it's in, but it's in front of 275 people in Harriman, Tennessee. Um, it's slow, but. I thought Bob and Les described Dirty White Boy selling an eye and how hard it must be to wrestle with the match with one eye is, is real hard. Um, yeah. I just think um, – and I think they did some good things. But, uh, Doc, did you want to share anything before I run down kind of how this match goes? Yeah. So, Jake looks like the before picture for DDP Yoga. <laughs> That's nice. Hey, okay, quick guess, everybody. How old is Jake here? Oh, fuck. I know how he looks. <laughs> right. Exactly. There we go. There we go. He looks like he's fucking you know who he looks like. You remember that show Simon and Simon with God. the two brothers? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like the guy from Simon and Simon. Uh, okay. Uh, he kind of does. He looks like a fucking pigeon, man. He's got that big fat ass belly with them little legs. <laughs> and that's also a dead giveaway for some chronic problems because of his age, that usually doesn't happen until your fifties. I mean, seriously, man, his belly is just like protruding out, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's full of malnutrition and booze and pills and Coke bad and decisions. <laughs> hookers. <laughs> um, he is thirty nine years old, right? Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> he Holy is younger than shit. <laughs> he is younger than any of us right now. Jeez, he looks man, older than Christ. <laughs> I ain't trying to say I'm Brad Pitt, but if you stand me next to 1994 <laughs> Jake the Snake, I'm I'm going I'm rolling with me. What the fuck? I'd fuck me at that point. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, and he's got that same build that like Murdoch has. That fucking just yeah. alcohol. I consume nothing but alcohol. That's 100 percent of my calories are alcohol. He's not even 40 here. <laughs> well, he is spiritually. How about that? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, and so part of that is Jake was too, Jake was a WrestleMania big time performer, and now he's two hundred and seventy five people in this thing. Yeah, um, he's, and looking rough. The patch comes off early. This is a slow start, but I you said it a minute ago. I thought less. So we've said that Les and Bob sounded old. With the thrill seekers, but for this, this was their element, man. I thought they did a great job explaining the psychology and what's going on. 
And you know what? It might be slow to us today, but this is what wrestling used to look like, pal. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was great. I, yeah. Because it, it is different, and it's for the strap. So if it's for the strap, it's okay. I don't yeah. want every match to be this slow. No, no, you, it wouldn't. It, especially nowadays, you couldn't do this. But it, it, for what it was, I mean, I, it was fine. Uh, again, lesson by I do have a timestamp for you. What you got? Thirty-eight eleven. All right, let's see what goes and on. And man, here. while you're getting there, they did not light this room well. There's all kinds of shadows in the ring. Yeah, did you, no, want, uh, me to, did you want me to to play the sound on it? It's the, it's the visual, pal, and you'll be able to explain it to the people. All right, so let's see what happens. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jake sat on Dirty White Boy's face, and I bet that shit smelled like Badussi, onions, coke, and fucking weed. <laughs> oh, my God, and the stench of alcohol. I said he tried to run Garvin pin, but imagine how much worse that smells coming from Jake. Yeah, my God. I bet, like, Ronnie Garvin looks like a nice, clean-cut guy. Like, oh, yeah, he takes a bath every day, wears deodorant, and, you know. I just rewatched it. Jesus. (laughs) I can't even imagine the stench that Tony must have smelled right there. Because here's the thing about all that. Mike, you were a mud show wrestler. How many of your fellow wrestlers were super up on their hygiene when it came to their ring gear? Man, the ring gear is fucking always stunk. Right. And I now mean, it's, it's, like, it's almost like you who, got used to it. it after a while. It's like So now let's take a crack addict and <laughs> see what their gear might smell like. That's just gross. All right, so Let's go. Let's break this thing down. And so, again, it's a slow match, but midway through, Kendo the Samurai comes out after Jake shoulder tackles Dirty White Boy through the ropes to the floor. Um, Samurai, Kendo the Samurai uh, rips, lost my nose. Oh, the Samurai rips off Dirty White Boy's eye patch. And then, as he rips off his eye patch, Bob Cotto and Les Thatcher sell how his eye being exposed to light is a bad thing for Dirty White Boy since his eye is still very damaged. Now, Jake takes big time control of the match from that point as it goes on a while longer. Dirty White Boy finally gets the upper hand, but Jake hits the cameraman. And Jake takes the camera from the cameraman and then takes a photo of Dirty White Boy where the flash blinds Dirty White Boy. Jake then hits um, Dirty White Boy with the DDT. Jake wins the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight title. Belt changes hands. Uh, I would not have thought the belt would have changed hands, but it certainly did. That's one of those things. Uh, Doc, any thoughts? New champ on free TV. Jesus. Yeah. Man, so Jake may not look great here, and we know he's probably not feeling great, and his life is not going the way he planned it, you know? Ugh, 39. Fuck. But he can still bump when he needs to, man. He at, They built to something, and he was bumping around for Tony. Jake is like Tommy Rich, man. No matter how drunk, peeled up, or whatever they no, are. No, no, I've, they, seen, I've seen some times when Jake's gone to the ring where he was too much. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. That, um, That's more recent, though. I think what you mean is is that those guys have the ability to consume more booze than the average guy and still pull off a credible match. I, I shouldn't have said that because there's that Heroes of Wrestling paper yes. they did yes. in Mississippi oh, once. And Jake was so fucking drunk. Talking about 
something about cards and aces or jokers or some shit. He uh, was but, shit-faced. But I popped when he kicked the cameraman and, and shot him in the <laughs> eye with that picture, man. That was some fantastic psychology, in my opinion. I love that. Yeah, I you popped. don't. You don't yeah. see that. That was pretty unusual. To That's be next front. level, man. Yeah, it really was. Because I remember right. seeing that guy during a match. I'm like, okay, they must got a camera guy because it's Jake the Snake Roberts, right? Right. But, you know, he, he he's a magazine guy. Then I see him get close, and I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. once again, you know, one thing Jake has always said is he didn't say things in his promos that he wasn't willing to go do. And he came out and said he was going to do this, and he, damn it if he didn't do it. So yeah, now he he's credible as all hell. Yep. If, as uh, if he wasn't already, right? Quick note, they will have a rematch at Volunteer Slam uh, coming up the Friday that followed this airing. But um, let me just ask, Hopper, you got any other thoughts on this match before we move forward? No. Also, quick note, this will end about as poorly as I would imagine all Jake the Snake engagements ended in the mid-90s. Yeah, that's what's pretty fucking sad about this. I don't want to spoil anything. We'll talk about it when we get there. I tried to leave it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder, uh, we've talked about this. I wonder how soon Corny regretted bringing Jake in. But I, I, we can talk yeah. about that when whatever goes so, down. So here's on. another thing. How much would it take, how much money would it take for you to sniff his ring gear right there? Oh, fuck. Uh, what was full lung, fill the lungs. Just uh, how much? How much was that Mega Millions a couple weeks back? Was it one point five billion? Yeah, that it would take that. No, it wouldn't. You're a cheap bastard. I could get yeah. you with them. I could get you with a hundred thousand dollars on that. You'd be no, in there just I'm... putting it yeah. in your mouth and chewing it, <laughs> like like tobacco or something, right? <laughs> Sucking the juice out of it. Oh, and, be like, fuck. and then and then after you got done puking, you'd go. Man, I think I could retire on this. <laughs> I probably could, man. I look right. cheap. <laughs> His gear probably smells like Mardi Gras. <laughs> that is a stench and a half. Ugh. Uh. All right. So uh, let's let's go to the closing promo because Bob Armstrong is going to cut a quick one real quick and tell us what's going on, what's going down now that Jake won the title. All right, fans, where we right now, Commissioner Bob Armstrong. That was a tremendous, I think, injustice in the ring. Exactly. What just occurred? Let me tell you this. We may have a new champion now, but we're going to take a look at this film. But anyway, no matter what, Friday night at the Volunteer Slam, the dirty white boy's got an automatic shot to get that title back because he's got him in a title shot, one-on-one. -on -one. And the macho man will be there, and I'll be in his corner. And all I hear from Jimmy Cornette and the Bruisers, why don't I step down from commissioner? Well, how can I step down with things going on like this, with Jake yeah. the Snake just hitting down and pulling those kind of tricks? I'm going to be watching him like a hawk. But you'll have your chance at the Volunteer Slam, Cornette, because I'm going to be outside the macho man's corner. So bust your move, brother. And if I get my hands on you, if you ain't wearing a toupee, you'll need one when I get through with you. We'll see you Friday night. Dirty white boy, don't count him out yet. Volunteer Slam Friday night, fans. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Remember, next week, Ricky Morton, Chris Candido, right here. And until then, so long for now. So there we go. Um, Volunteer Slam's coming up. And uh, it's the third one. Can't believe we've made it to three, but we have. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on Bullet Bob right there? Bust your move, son. Yeah. All the way live. All the way live. All right. <laughs> Um, Harper, uh, let me tell you something. 
Conrad's not going to take all the way live from us. He's yeah, trying. right. He's trying real hard to take that from us. But, man, we're the ones that do Crockett week in and week out where this shit came from. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, Hopper, you got anything from that promo or is your phone ringing? Dude, dude, that's when them fucking ads popping up again. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? So, uh, Harper's cell phone is the equivalent of Jake's ring gear. It's fucking muted. And it's another one of them. I keep getting the Best Buy ad. A CVS ad keep on keeps on popping up. Ah, some bitch is infected like an 80s ring rat. God. All right, no. well, let's keep going. Um, so we got to do disability checks before we do that. Look, this show is airing December the 9th, 2018. It debuts that day. Uh, please, we're, you know, about two weeks away from Christmas. Use the Amazon referral link. Get all your Christmas shopping done there. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support this show. Go buy Bobby Blaze's book, Pin Me, Pay Me. Go buy Death of the Territories. Go buy the Nitro book or anything else that you have and want. And remember... Give tinyurl.com slash Amazon to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, and side hoes in your life and tell them to use it. And make sure they use it all the time, each and every time they shop on Amazon. Like I said, a great way to support the show on an ongoing basis. And become a patron at tinyurl.com slash BTT. Another great way to support this show to get all the extra content like the world-class shows, the top fives that we do, and everything else that we do that falls under the uh, pay side of things and Man, some of those shows are just hilarious. So, again, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT is a great way to support this show as well. All right, let's do disability checks. I'll go first. Uh, just on the strength of Jake's opening promo and that match at the end, even though we joked about Jake. Um, there's some dead spots in here, but I'm going to give it an 8. What are you giving it, Doc? Um, hmm, 8. Really? Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to stop rating this because I'm getting tired of your shit every time I rate No, it. I'm just, I'm, con- no, I, see, why do you always assume the worst? You're just like all these people out there that are like, ah, doc, fuck him. Don't assume the worst. I just ask a question. I'm confused by your rating and I'm trying to understand you a little bit better, okay? What are you rating the show? I thought this was a great show. And Jake has really just come in and taken a shit all over everything in the best possible way. He has come in and hit the RVD sign on this thing uh and free free tv new champ 8.7 okay hopper what you giving it the 8.5 see all right um and just so you know i told uh, i told mrs doc i said look i know you don't like listening to me and doing what i say but use that amazon link it's christmas time pal okay okay for real. Um, I'm going to make this easy with the government cheese. I'm giving it to Jake. Yeah. How can you not? Doc, what about you? And I don't know how you could give it to anyone else. Yeah, especially in this episode. It's like next to impossible to give it to anybody else. So, All right. Jake takes the cheese, and we got 8.0, 8.7, 8.5 all the way around. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's get ready to get up on out of here, man. we got to do another show right now. Uh, Doc, you got anything before we do this? Um, no, what? You got anything else before we uh, get Harper to hit the tagline? Uh, um, um, let, me, um, let me see. Um, no. 
All right. So uh, before you hit the tagline, Harper, just want to say, I forgot to mention this when I was doing the patron plug. When you're a patron, you also get the video version of these reviews, like the ones I used to post where it was a YouTube early version. Whenever I can get them through on Daily Motion, they go up there. So there you go. Another benefit to becoming a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Harper, if you ain't got nothing else, hit the tagline, pal. Book this shit, bitch. Quick shout out to all the patrons out there, especially the Hall of Fame patrons and all of the patrons who make this show possible uh, each and every week that we do it. And don't forget to check out the video reviews that should be posted. I'm posting them where I can get them through on Daily Motion. So I just wanted to mention that before we get out of here. I know Harper already hit the tagline and all that good stuff. And I uh, just wanted to remind you, though, check out the videos that I am posting because I am, if I can get them through, I post them uh, for you to not only enjoy the podcast reviews but actually to see the visual of the promos that we are discussing and maybe clips of some of the matches and finishes and all that good stuff and lastly special shout out to all of the hall of fame patrons out there on this lovely november 2nd 2018 i want to say thanks to josh dunn ryan ashby good old justin k underscore row 86 disrespectfully classy marky blassy robert smith joseph ice tim orecci adam price brian evans mark wilson armando martinez dave jordan jesse jacobs josh fields chris meyer gerald green mitchell johnson mike prue will parker jeremy bryant classy alex slider 91 us david devries frog zeppelin sv pageant bill salsa big rich at spy boy sports cap ari miller 39 dustin roberts jay shiny 21 ruben espinoza jmm 75 30 merciless jones jesse lucas chris browning justin underscore injury coldman 822 marty howell and t hog 94 thanks for being hall of fame patrons and remember guys don't forget to check out those video reviews now up on patreon uh, just for patrons all patrons that is so thanks again have a great week and we will catch you next time